Okay, good morning. We are on Siman Kuf Ayn Aleph, Shalolin Hog Bizayon Beochlin. Okay, so we learned yesterday in Sif Aleph, we don't want to throw bread and we don't want to cause any more Bizayon or waste of any food. So now in Sif Bet. Lo Yeshev Adam Al Kupa Meliat Enim Ugrogarot. You cannot sit on a soft basket, maybe feathers or whatever it is, it's soft, because when you sit on it, you're going to be squashing and ruining and smashing the food that's in there. If it was in a wooden box, it wouldn't be a problem. Or plastic, anything that's not going to ruin the food. It's very simple. The salacha is just, you can't ruin food. But, if it's a basket that's got the dates are already hard pressed and smashed, that's what it is. So it's not going to get ruined. And so too, when you have a kupa of kidney oats, um, I don't know, some kind of legumes, beans, whatever, where it's hard. If, bottom line, if it's going to get ruined, you can't do it. If it isn't going to get ruined, it's no problem. Gimel. Mutar lechol Basically, what's the question here? You're eating, you have your own bowl. We're not talking about a communal bowl. It's your bowl of, of, uh, I don't know, lentil soup, any, any food, uh, oatmeal, whatever it is. It's your, your pot, your bowl. Now you want to eat, not with your fingers. So you would normally use a spoon. What if you don't have a spoon? Can you use a slice of bread or the crust of bread, and use that as a spoon. So he says, mutar, it's not a problem, it's not a bizayon, because, because everyone knows what you're doing, and it's not a bizayon, and kosherken, if you eat the pot afterwards, there's no bizayon over here, It's and, and it's serving a purpose, and you're not wasting the bread. But a higher level of sensitivity to the bread, Every time you eat some of the what's in your bowl, your food, you have a, you eat also the portion of bread that was used for eating it, because then it totally it's like dipping your bread into there, and it certainly uh, we see that your bread is not it doesn't look like your bread is being used as a tool to eat. Then ishar minapat, and then also in this case, whatever left over, acharkach ochli moto, you eat it. Okay, we're not talking about uh, communal um, leftovers, because then that would be a problem of uh, people don't want to eat other people's food. Uh, from the same, uh, it's germs. It's, uh, for us, it's disgusting. So, Okay, Dalit. So apparently there was some kind of a custom of they would have wine flowing in pipes, clear pipes, I don't know, not pipe, not clear, I don't know, but it was a fun thing to do with the siman of having peace and, and a good life for the Hatan and Kalab together. And, and the wine is not getting wasted, okay? So you're allowed to use food to celebrate as long as it's not getting wasted. And therefore, in the summertime, 
when it's dry, you're allowed to throw uh, kernels or nuts. Because they don't get ruined or disgusting when they fall on the floor. And afterwards you pick them up and you're going to eat them. Right? Our custom of throwing candies in a wrapper, not a problem. But if you're going to, in the winter when it's wet outside and they get ruined, then you can't. Right? Pretty simple. If it's going to get ruined, you can't do it. If it's not going to get ruined, you're allowed to do it. But if it's bread, we already learned we have there's an extra sensitivity for bread, um, even a higher level of not being mezalzel. So if not, we don't throw bread. That we don't do just for a, for a simcha. Okay? Hey, hazorkim chitim lifnei chatanim. If you need to throw the chitim, the kernels of wheat, before the chatanim, tzarich lezer shelezuku ela b'makom naki. They didn't have wrappers. So you have to throw it in a place where you can, it's clean, so you can pick it up. V'gam yechabduoto. And then you're going to make sure you pick it up and eat it. Misham kadei shelezersu aleim. So people don't step on them. That's also a zilzal. People step on them, it's even worse. So, okay. Um, I think we'll continue. Kuf ayin bet Okay, this is something that comes up somewhat common. What happens? You st- you start to drink. You have the liquid; it's still in your mouth, and you realize, wait a second, I forgot to say a bracha. What are you supposed to do? So the Shulchan Aruch says, and that's the halacha for Svardim and Ashkenazim. Bole'an, you swallow them. bracha rishona. And that's it. You lost the bracha rishona. You cannot say the bracha rishona once you finish swallowing. Obviously, if you're going to keep drinking from that item, uh, right, that was just the first sip of the cup, then obviously you're going to say bracha rishona on everything that you're going to continue drinking. But once you finish drinking, it's too late. We'll explain more in a sec. Haggad, so we read it. The Ramah writes, no, even though you finish drinking and you're done drinking, you still say a bracha. And he says that's what he thinks is the opinion. However, most Ashkenazi poskim follow the opinion of Savei Bracha Sahakal and you don't. And if uh, basically everyone follows the Shulchan Aruch, that once you swallow, it's too late. Um, some point out. Uh, others, Mishnabura, that if a person is onus or sick and he, he can't say a bracha, he can't speak, he's not able to, so of course you can eat without a bracha. Um, just that's, that's a side, quick side point. Now, why can't you th- uh, swallow it? I mean, why, why do you have to swallow it? Because you can't spit it out. You're going to be wasting the food and it's, gonna, it's disgusting and you're wasting it. And you can't say the bracha while it's in your mouth because you can't speak, you can't pronounce when you have liquid in your mouth. Also, there's a concept of your mouth is supposed to be, your mouth is supposed to be complete with uh, praise to Hashem. It has to be full of praise, not half praise. Yomalei pi tehilatecha. So, if you have a little bit in your mouth, you can't say a bracha. So, you have no choice. You have to either spit it out, and we say, we don't, we don't want you to waste it. So, now... If one has literally like a drop of liquid in their mouth and it's easy to say the bracha, so probably he should say the bracha. You know, just like we have a little bit of saliva, but it's got to be mamish just a drop. Otherwise, you would either... Um... Now, there is an opinion. Uh, mentioned the Magin Avram. That some would follow. It's a chumrah maybe. Some might say it's worse because you're wasting. But there is an opinion 
that says if you're going to be having more drink ahead of you and you don't need that what's in your mouth, it's actually better to spit it out because you don't want to drink without a bracha and so it's not really considered such a waste. Um, that is one opinion. Um, the Prima Gadim says better, better not to spit it out, but you're wasting. And a better Eitzah is to think the bracha that you're about to swallow, be mahayar the bracha in your mind. As we know, here we're a lav kadibur, really thinking does not count, but according to the Rambam, a legitimate shita, obviously, so there is an opinion that it does count. So it's better to not, instead of just drinking and you don't have a bracha according to anyone, at least think the bracha when you, before you're about to swallow. Afterwards, so we already said, if you already swallowed, and you're not going to drink anymore, you can no longer say a bracha. We, not, again, that's against the Rama. And But if you're going to keep on drinking, then of course you keep on saying the bracha. But so if you're a mahar hair, exactly, so you might get yourself into trouble. So maybe it's better I didn't bring it up, so that we don't get it confused. But if you are going to do this opinion of being mahar hair, very good, only have strict kavana, that when you're a mahar hair, that this hirhur of the bracha is only going on what's on your mouth, and nothing afterwards. Because then you get yourself into... A, we say, Lamaisa, it doesn't count, and you would still have to say a bracha afterwards. But uh, in order to be choshesh for the Rambam, uh, the whole purpose is to save yourself and not put yourself into bigger or other issues at the same time. So very good. Chachamina Baroshev. Okay. Let's go on. Next page. Oh, yeah. I haven't seen anyone say that. Um, I don't think it makes a difference. There might be a different level of Baltashkes, but I don't think it should make a difference for for these issues. You have to say bracha, and it's the same thing, I think. Okay. Bet. Shachach v'hichnis... He said that, so there's no difference if it's water or other mashkim. Bet. Now, until now, we discussed liquids. What about food? So food, you could speak while you have food in your mouth. Obviously, you're not supposed to. But let's say you have some food in your mouth and you realize you didn't say a bracha. So, If you can spit it out, and then put it back in your mouth, you should do that. Depends if it's repulsive or not for you, um, or for the people around you, or if you do it you know, in a napkin. So it depends. If it's not repulsive, you should spit it out and then say bracha. If it is repulsive, so what do you do? So then just push it to the, all the way to one side of the cheek, maybe outside the teeth, and just be very careful you don't swallow and say the bracha. Probably I would say it quietly, not loud, so that it's less chance of choking. It is a problem, but you have to, we have conflicting, uh, what do you, yeah. you're stuck between a rock and a hard place. Otherwise, you're swallowing and without a bracha, or you're wasting. So since it's possible, it's better, this is uh, your best option, the least of the evils. Okay, good. Kuf ayin gimel, din mayim and sign. Okay, so most of us are familiar with mayim rishonim, mayim achronim. 
Well, here's Mayim Emtsayim, Aleph. Mayim Emtsayim Rashut. So, classic statement is the water, um, um, right, the first one is a mitzvah, the second one is Rashut, and the last one is Chova. We'll see. So, the Rashut means it's optional. You don't have to wash your hands in the middle of a meal. That's if you're just eating between chicken and meat, or two pieces of chicken, or two pieces of, two dishes of lentil. Right? Washing your hands is optional. So that's what, when the Gemara says, that's what it's referring to. However, but if you're going to have a meat between, uh, in cases when you're allowed to have, again, that's for late in your idea, but in cases when you're allowed to have in the same meal, a tafshil of basar right after a tafshil of gvina, or vice versa, or gvina after, or basar after gvina, so some say you're allowed to. We'll get there. That's if it's a tafshil. But what is a tafshil? Like maybe, there's, there's no actual meat in there. It just got maybe a little bit of flavor. And there's no mamasha, it's nothing that gets stuck between the teeth. So that's a discussion in Yeridea. You can go in there. But, um, Generally, we're machmer. But, um, so anyways, in cases when you're allowed to have one apart, one after the other, so then it's a chova. That's actually, you have to wash your hands. Um, okay. Bet. Bein basarla dagim chovalito, between meat and fish, then you have to. Right? Mishum dekashel devaracher. Yeah, you can get sick, maybe tzarat. Vachamira sakanta mi'isura. Very famous uh, statement. So we have to be super strict when it comes to sakana nafashas. Even more strict than in Isser. Um, in Isser Durban, in Isser so no difference. Okay. So if you're going to be using it, especially if you eat with your fingers, so then it's important to, um, to wash your hands between the two. Uh, again, nowadays... In general, it might be less sakana than it used to be. It probably is. So, um, okay, we'll leave it for, th- for later. No, we still we can, still cannot mess. So, there's different opinions how strict you have to be. We'll discuss that more in your idea. But yeah, there are different opinions how far you have to take it. Um, uh, the Ramah is a little bit more mako, but uh, we'll see. But uh, and anyways, but still, he requires. Kinuach v'adacha ba'peh. You still have to, between eating, especially if you're using utensils, it's less important on your hands, but you still have to rinse out your mouth and eat something in between, so that they're not touch, not in contact in your mouth. Gimel. Whatever halachot apply by mayim achronim, apply for mayim emtsaim. Ben lehakel, ben lehachmir. Whether it's for kula or for chumra. Um, some quick things, lakula by mayim achronim that applies by mayim saim. You don't need to use a cup. Cups only for mayim rishonim before you eat the bread. Um, obviously, if in the middle of the meal your hands actually get dirty and you still want to have bread, then that's considered mayim rishonim for you. So you do have to use a cup. Um, how far? If you, have to, if you have to cover just your knuckles or just your wrists or up to your wrists. Uh, if you have to less makpid or for chatzitza and things like that. Okay. Chutz mi hesach hadat sheposel, right? Because for maim emsayim and maim achronim, it's more for sakana. 
and and to not have mixed meat and milk. It's not the din de rabbanan of srach truma, which they did it to be kein deraisa tiknu. When they everything has to be just like um, washing, that they model after a deraisa, like with the cup from the. Okay, we did all that before. So. Um, except you can't have hesach hadad from mayim emtsayim because you're still eating. And you still have to dry your hands. From mayim rachronim, you don't have to dry your hands, but for this you do have to dry your hands because you're still eating and it's, it's not inappropriate for your food. So you still have to dry your hands. So we know mayim achronim, lechatchila does not have to be water, but, uh, and so according to the, the, the Svartim, they can do the same thing you do for mayim rishonim, and for Ashkenazim, they're machmer lechatchila to only use water. For mayim rishonim, we learned it's a machloket if it's only water or not. So we say lechatchila, you have to use plain water, regular water for mayim rishonim also. Um, but bishatatchak, you can use whatever, any drink you want, pretty much. Except maybe not wine, but uh, generally you can use a. Okay. So, let's continue for Kuf Ayin Dalid. Kuf Ayin Dalid. Din Birkat Yayin Besuuda. Aleph. Okay, this is an interesting sugya. Yayin Shavatoch Hasuuda Mevarech Alav Bare Peri Hagefen. The En Hapat Potro. So, whenever you have wine in the middle of a meal, you have to say the bracha, bread does not cover it. Even if you have in mind for bread to cover it, it doesn't help because wine has its own chash of status. It's a chash of drink, has its own bracha. And therefore, let's get to halacha bet. Yain poter mashkin. Interesting halacha. Whenever you say on wine, then that bracha works on all future drinks at that time, at that moment, obviously. Not uh, As long as the, it works for wine, it'll work for water, it'll work for juice, it'll work for coffee, it'll work for, for whiskey, for whatever you're drinking. Wine works for everything. This is not commonly known. Um, maybe not. So, afilu mi bracha rishona. Uh, even the bracha rishona. In other words, when you say when you say gefen, then you don't say shahakol on drinks, and you don't say brei on drinks. You just say alagefen gefen. So both works for for drinks. Now, um, yain is considered the uh, like the head of all drinks. Now, it's important. Just a couple caveats here. What about meats anavim grape juice? So according to um, Chazan Ovadia, Rav Yosef says there's no difference. It's for sure the same. But um, I know Rav Yashiv was a mistapic. Better to be stay out of the suffix for grape juice. Uh, again, different postgame, we're going to have different opinions what to do with grape juice. But I would... Uh, um, anyways, grape juice, one of the main highlights of wine, or that they explain is special about wine, is it has its own bracha, and that same bracha applies to mitz anavim. So uh, I would either... Assume it's poter or uh, misafik, stay out of it. But uh, I wouldn't say beripir gefen and then right away say shahakol on a drink. Um, okay. Now, 
the Mishnah Bura points out a couple caveats. Again, it's not only the Mishnah Bura, but Shiyu, so in order for sure for, the, for a yain to work for all other drinks, he basically says you need one of three. Again, it is in Lachlokit, but he says basically one of three are covered, Lamaisa. One is that the, the drinks, whatever, the, the soda, the water, the juice that you have in front of you, was in front of you. And then for sure, when you say to Be'er Geffen, it goes on it. Or when you say to Be'er Geffen, even if the drinks weren't in front of you, but you had a mind, you're going to be having other drinks. Or he says, your kaveya, uh, kaveya your, to, to have drinks. Uh, to sit down and keep having drinks. Again, how many, that's a little bit of a question, what do you call kaveya? If it's one cup of kiddush, before before the meal, and you're never going to touch wine for the whole meal, it's probably not called kovea on on the drink. Although, since your Shabbos meal is important, again, there's always going to be different opinions. And how, what, do you, what do you consider kovea for drinks? Um, so, so anyway, so it says as long as you're still having wine, even if the drink wasn't the water or the juice wasn't there, and you didn't have in mind you're going to have it, but you're still drinking wine throughout the meal, then that also covers it. But also, if you you don't need to go onto that. As long as you have in mind it's going to go on all drinks, or the drinks are in front of you, then it's certainly a poter. Okay. Um, does, does it matter if you're drinking or not? Or even a small amount? Of so, most say, even a mashuhu works. However, some point out that the only time wine covers, again, there's different opinions here, and the majority is a more on the makal opinion. Besides, we always have the the concept of safek bracha sahakal. So, but there is a one. There is an opinion. Um, I mean, if you want a couple names, Chayadam and Arach Hashulchan, that says the only time wine or grape juice would be, they don't necessarily mention grape juice actually, but the only time that they would cover drinks is if you're kovea, you're sitting down and having. Probably a couple glasses. I saw one person says you have to have at least three, but he has no. There's no real basis for that. So, but anyways, the point is um, so that's one opinion that it has to be bekviut, not just you know you're having a drink, uh, one drink. So that's so that's a debate. So we say um, the, the bir alacha seems to say you should at least have mali lugmav, which is actually a bit of a chiddush. He doesn't even say a revit. But um, so anyways. There are different opinions. How far do you uh, do you take it? But generally speaking, you go lakula because that's the pshat or the simple reading, and that's safek brachas lahakal. Um, so the best thing to do, though, is to either have more than a cup of wine to sit down and drink, or to have a mind that it's going to at least to be yotzei the mishnah bura, at least malilugmav, uh, but um, at least have a mind that it's going to cover the drinks that you're having. But there are some people, so let's say you want to go to a Kiddush and have a quick drink. This is important. Let's say you go to a Kiddush and you hear someone say, Hagefen. Right? He drinks wine, but you don't drink wine. You're just going to have a soda. So everyone says it doesn't work, doesn't cover for you. The only time Yayin works is if you say Yayin or you listen to Yayin and you drink the Yayin. So according to many, all you have to have is just a Ti'ima, just a little sip. There are some people who say, if I'm only going to get a little sip, I'm not going to drink. So I don't get it into the machloket with the, the Mishnabura or Kavius. We learned in the last few days that someone who makes Kiddush doesn't have to drink on it. So, so that's, that's the halacha for Kiddush. You could be Yotze Kiddush and not drink. Right? That's 100% accurate. 
But for the, the concept of yain being poter, all the drinks at the meal, you have to actually drink from that wine. Otherwise, it doesn't uh, it doesn't call exactly the same. Uh, it has to be as if it's brachos of nenin, and it becomes more personal. Uh, one is more of a mitzvah and arevas. So here, this is more of a personal drinking. So what? The same thing with bread. If someone else washes and says hamotzi, and if you eat a piece of the bread, it covers all your food. But if you don't eat a piece of that bread then you have to say bracha on everything that you eat in the middle of your meal because you didn't have any bread. His mozi doesn't cover your, bre- your meal. Same thing exactly. Very good. So when you go to a kiddush, so some would say, lechatchila, drink a little bit, have a mind, and you're covered for all drinks. And some would say, if you're not going to have a mali lugmav, better not to have a sip. So, take your pick. Okay. Um, Dalit. In If a person hasn't drinks wine before he st- he says hamotzi, You don't have to say a geffen again in the middle of the meal. The yain right? Because the wine before covers it. And yain, um, and yain of kiddush that you said before the meal covers wine during the meal. So too, if you say Havdalah. Now, this is going to be the Amikar again, Halachala, everyone. Once you say Hamavdil and you drink from the Yain, right, of course, you yourself drink. You say Kiddush and you yourself drink. Then that covers the meal that's going to be after Havdalah. But now listen. So, so the, the, he first says, Hamavdil, if you have wine before, with Havdalah, Poter Yain, Shebatach Hamazan. Okay. And that's going to be the Ikar Halacha. But he points out, Yesh Omrim Sheim Birkat Yain Havdalah Potro. Poter. Because Yain is, uh, from Havdalah is all separate. Ale inke nat al yadav kodam Havdalah. Unless you washed your hands, then said Havdalah, and then said Hamotzi. Hilkach Hamavdil kodam etil yachavin shalola hotzi yain. So the best thing to do is to have specific Havana when you say Yain at Havdalah. Let's say you're going to say Havdalah right now. And you know you're about to have your Malava Malka. Sudat Revi'it, five minutes later. If you know that that's what you're going to do, then the best thing you should do is when you say yayin on Havdalah, have in mind it's not going to cover the yayin during the meal. Again, not of us, most of us probably don't have wine at night but uh, nowadays, but it depends. If you're going to have wine at your Malavamaka, which is nice, then make sure you have in mind it doesn't cover it, so that you avoid getting yourself into the suffix. Bracha Achrona, as you should say before. Hilkach hamavdil kodem netila yechavein. Well, we'll see. Hilkach hamavdil kodem netila yechavein shalola hotzi yain. So then, for the for um, so it's best to have a mainatish shabatoch hasuda. But if you have stamdas, you didn't have a mind to not include it. Poter yain shabatoch hasuda the savi brachos adarabayin lahakel. So it's best to have a mind. If not, then you go back to the, what we first said at the very beginning. According to the Ekar Halacha. So let's continue for right now and then we'll get to that. Um, what? Oh, it's time, huh? Okay, fine. Alright, so we'll continue tomorrow.